Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Robin Robinson Show. How you guys doing today? Anyway, I hope you guys are doing well out there. I just wanted to do kind of like a part two because yesterday I was with my two girlfriends and I got some text messages and emails about something my girlfriend Rose said. And I really wanted to address this, you guys. Um, I think the, the, the question was, Rose asked me, how does it feel to be black? And I know some of you guys out there said it was stupid for her to ask me that question. But let me just explain who Rose is. Well, Rose is a good friend of mine. Um, Rose grew up in a time in her life where her family was racist, her grandmother, her mother, her dad, and there were no black people where she lived. And um, so, you know, I'm not making any excuses for Rose, but uh, that's some of Rose's story. And um, I asked her, would it be okay if I shared that with you guys? And her being the human being that she is, she said, I don't care. (laughs) But anyway, you know, you don't want to just put somebody's business out there, you guys, without seeing if it's okay. But, you know, as they say, you know better, you do better. Anyway... I want to get back on the subject of Rose. My mother died last year, you guys, in October, late October. And um, in November, I was in surgery having three tumors removed from my stomach. And before I went to the hospital, uh, someone rung my bell. It was Rose. And I answered the door, and she didn't know whether I was home or not. I don't think she saw my vehicle out. But anyway, she took a chance to come by my house to bring me some baked goods. And, you know, because she's a real stone-cold baker. This lady can bake her tail off, I'm telling you. And, and, and And the bakery stuff is very good, you guys. Very good. And she came over just so I could take some, you know snacks and tasty cakes and pies down to New York to my family. As she came in, I was not in a good place, you guys. You know, I knew I had a lot on my mind. I knew my my mom had died. I hadn't been in a funeral in years since I buried my daughter. So I was in a bad place, you guys. And then I knew that I had to have surgery within three and a half weeks, you know. So I was kind of sad, you know. Um, Even though my mom is gone, we were not in a good space or good place for that matter. She was still my mother, you know. So Rose came over and again, I was not in a good place and she, she put a pot of coffee on and, you know, she sat there and she held my hand and uh, I cried like a baby because... You know, someone that even though you're not in a good place with them, you still love them. You still don't want to see them die. 
And then at the, on the other hand, I was really afraid for my own life because my doctor had said to me, this is going to be a real serious touch and go surgery here. And I didn't know what was going to happen to me in my life, but I knew my friend had rung my bell and I went to the door, I let her in and she came in, didn't ask me any questions. She took a coat off and she sat down and she made coffee and she held my hand as I cried. And I expressed to her how I was feeling and um, she sat there, didn't say anything, but she was there for me. So, you know, uh, there's certain things in life that we, we can't just hold on to every little thing. Of course, my friend still has some work to do. And, you know, me being a friend of hers, uh, I'm there for the challenge. Um, you know, uh, you don't just go to bed one day and just wake up and you're no longer a racist person. You know, it took a lot of years, you guys, for this or whatever to come into one's life. And and again, you don't go to bed one day and you just wake up and everything's gone. You know, um, there are times with Rose that, you know, I have to sit down with her because I care about her and say, you know, I'm very uncomfortable with what you said. Oh my God. And she'll just look at me and she won't say anything. And um, and again, I realize that this is a work in progress. And I also realize that I'm her only black friend, but she's making such an effort to be in my life. And you know what, you guys? That counts for everything. But not only that, there are times my girlfriends that are the same color as I am say stupid stuff out of their mouth, okay? And so I'm supposed to condemn Rose because she said something that, how will she know what it feels like to be black? I mean, maybe this is something that's been on her mind. She's very open with me and I'm very honest with her. And we tend to say whatever we feel like talking about. There's no bars hold here. If she wants to talk about something with me and the rest of the group, we do it. So, you guys, I noticed the messages that you emailed me about how stupid that was. And you know what? Yeah, it it may be stupid. But guess what? We all make mistakes and we all fall down and we all get back up. And if I'm your friend and you're my friend, that's a small thing. Because guess what? If it wasn't, we wouldn't still be friends right now. Okay, you know what matters to me is the fact that this lady who took the time to come and see about me when I lost my mom didn't care um, whatever she had to do. She stopped what she was doing and she came to me and hugged me. That says a lot, you guys. So now I am supposed to hold on to something so trivial and so stupid that doesn't add up to a pound of beans in my life. My thing is this, we're too busy holding on to stuff that we could drop it, we could let it go, and we could live our life. Because life happens, you know, and there's nothing we can do about it. So you know what? I can't explain our relationship. We've been friends now almost two years. But I can tell you one thing, it's it's a friendship that... I would want to hang on to because 
You know, friends are hard to find today, and it doesn't matter what color you are. It does not matter, because let me tell you something, you guys. We all go through the same thing. And the only thing I thought when when Rose said it to me was this. I could have asked her, you guys, like I said to her, how does it feel to be white? But I wouldn't do that. But what I would say about white people is that I think they have special privilege. I don't dislike anybody, white, black, green, or purple. I love people in general. And you know, the best part about life is, is that when people treat you good and kind and loving and affectionate towards you, you can't help but to love them. And I don't care what color they are. You know, this society has gotten to the point that People are having mixed children and they're marrying somebody else from another race. And there's nothing on God's planet that we can do about this, you guys. The only thing we can do is be happy, live our lives and, and try to stay healthy and keep a positive mind. Now, you know what? There may be some people who don't like it. Okay, fine and dandy. You don't like it then, but there's still nothing you can do about it. I mean, people are revolving. There's nothing no one can say or do. And you can't pick and choose who you love today. This is the thing. Just like I've had neighbors all my life, you know. I lived in in Canarsie in Brooklyn, New York. And one of my good best friends, her name, you know, she was Italian. Her name was Lucinda. And we we were great friends. And, And this was 1987 when she said to me one night, she called me up and... I think it was on a Tuesday night, you guys, and I was cooking spaghetti because Tuesday night is spaghetti night. And I was married and and my good friend, uh, Lucinda, she was single. She was a single girl, you know. I had a husband and kids and, and I met her at the gym and we bonded and became really, really great girlfriends. Let me tell you something. So when she called me one night on a Tuesday and I'm standing in my kitchen and I'm staring a pot of spaghetti and frying some hot fish and, and I said, what are you doing, girl? She said, well, I'm having a cocktail. I said, oh, hold on a minute. I said, let me get one too, you know. And I got me a cocktail and I came back to the phone and she was feeling, you know, she lived in Bay Ridge. And at that time, it was so much um, racist going on with people killing people and it was a nightmare. And um, she asked me the same thing Rose asked me. She said, Robin, how does it feel to be black? And, And, you know, I didn't take offense. I I thought about it and I said to myself, okay, well, um, it feels like I've been black all my life. I don't know anything else. I mean, this is not a tattoo, you guys. This is who I am, you know. I walk around every day of my life and I feel good and I'm happy in my own skin and I know who I am, you know. But it it was a legitimate question when she asked me and I told her. And no, I didn't get offended behind it because... You know, my girlfriend didn't know. She, she she cared about me and all this racist stuff going on and people are getting killed and she was in the alcohol was kicking in and she was feeling good because she loved, loves her cocktails, you know. And um, me being a liberated person all my life, you know, I, I see people for who they are. I don't see the color thing. Um, I just like people. And if you're real with me, I'm going to be real with you. And, you know, you guys, I got those few text messages. It was just only like about two or three 
emails and it just talked about Rose and and you guys I didn't like it because you know what to know her is to love her and um you know like I said we can't help the color that we are let's face it you can't condemn a person because they ask a stupid question if that was the case we all will be condemned, you guys. And, and you know, I love Rose, and Rose is a very good-hearted human being. And for some reason in this lifetime, we bonded like two good girlfriends that had known each other for a long time. And you guys, thanks for listening to me. I just wanted to clear some things up with you guys because I know you listened to my podcast the other day, and I was having coffee and and desserts with Rose and Maria, you know. And and we just, like I said, we all do things. We go to the museums, we go to dances, we go to the movies, we go to shows. I mean, we have a life. And, it, and we don't see color at a table when we're sitting down. And I'm at her house, so she's at my house. We see women, women that have lived a life, women that are not afraid to put their feelings out on a table and just say what's in their hearts and how they feel. And these women have lived a life and they've been hurt and they've loved and they've lost a whole lot. So you guys, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And you know what I say, things happen in everyone's home. Bye.